Coaches, athletes, weekend warriors. Have you thought about recovery or regeneration? Today we oftentimes think in training about the stimulus we put on our body and the workload that we do to fatigue us daily, but we don't give enough to the recovery component. Simply Faster has numerous options to enhance your recovery in between the sessions of work that you put your body through daily. They have Theraguns, Normatic Regeneration Kits, and they're all cost-effective options. My athletes at my high school often use the Theragun in between intervals, race days, and training sessions. In the world we live in, it's hard to guarantee that we're going to get a doctor's visit. Simply Faster provides you the option where you don't have to be behind a paywall to get the care that you need with the equipment that they provide. So get yourself the regeneration and recovery that you need and level up. Simply Faster. Check it out. Truly at my school, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Kids gotta be in practice. So what do we do on those active recovery days? We do verbal mobility. We'll do yoga. I got a coach who's like real into yoga. So we do yoga. I don't come on, man. It happened for me. But we have kids do that. Another thing we'll do is we'll do targeting drills. So we'll have them practice. They have them all stand in the staggered rows and we'll do hit, 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 take, you know, or stick, 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 take. And we'll have them pump, pow, pow, pow. And they can do that on a day of active recovery. So they still got something to do that's value of targeting that hand, doing some relay stuff for that. Those are things that we'll do. We'll do beautiful day drill where we'll visualize the perfect performance. We'll talk about that. Have them all sit down on the ground. And they look up at the sky and the clouds and just kind of talk to them. And just kind of visualize that as part of their workout. Um, we'll create a 24-hour taper, which you guys already saw in my previous presentation. We do that. We'll have them actually go to the classroom and write it up and kind of hand me a rough draft. And then I'll tell them yay or nay or hey, you probably should add this in here. You know, so we'll have them do that. And that's usually a Wednesday. They compete Friday, Saturday, so that gives me time and them to adjust their 24-hour taper before they actually do it. And once they get that in, we're good. Another thing, get a PhD in your event. Who's the Olympic champ for the last four Olympics? Who's the world record holder in your event? Who's the best coach at that event? And we want the kids to know their event, to understand the history behind it, so they know how special it is, and they also know what people have accomplished before them. That's really important so they can go watch videos of that and then they can kind of compare their performance to them. So when you bring them back to visualizing a week later, now they have that perfect visual of what it should look like at an ultimate performance. So when you talk to them, now they know what you're talking about. So that's really useful. Massage, you know, they go get a massage. You don't, you don't need to give a massage. And by the way, if you're ever going to do that with a kid where you have to put your hands on like that, because you guys could do RPR stuff or whatever. I typically have another kid watch me and an assistant coach in the room when I'm doing it. So the, and the door's open. So everybody got the best friend and I got my coach. So we got tons of corroboration as I'm working on the athlete and I'm touching on legs and stuff like that. Just use that, it's practical. And then you can kind of get a little bit more done because sometimes you do have to get into their muscle to get them to relax, to fix things. Because if you don't and their, their muscle's guarded, they're gonna actually get hurt where just a simple massage might be able to fix it. But that's something that, again, is only extreme situations. Plyometrics, at the beginning of the year, we do plyometrics at the end of practice. As we move throughout the year, the plyometrics become more intense. So at the beginning, we do like endurance bounding, okay? And we do like low amplitude hops. And here's what's really cool. You can use that low amplitude hops bounding as your cool down. 
So instead of having the kid go run two laps, and what happens after the first day of the hardest workout they've had all year when they go do the two laps? What happens? You start having kids drop. What happens? What do they get? Cramps in the calves, right? So instead of doing that, we just do low amplitude bounding, open up their, their leg length and all that kind of stuff. And that's what they do. But as the season moves along, we move the plyometrics to the front of practice because we need them the most fresh if they're going to do depth jumps or if they're going to go over hurdles, right, and sprint out. So as we progress through the season, again, that changes too. You have phases of that that keeps it interesting for the kids. And you do the low amplitude bounding first because that's the easiest thing for them to do safely. And if they can't land correctly with the low amplitude bounding, you don't move to the more intense bounding until they can do that. And most of the time, the kids will eventually figure that stuff out. This young lady who's pictured here, she was the uh, USATF uh, first winner champion uh, last summer in California for the decathlon, for the female decathlon, as you know, they will do that. She can pole vault and throw. So, pretty, pretty big step. Okay, jumps. Also, one of the things we'll do, instead of running two slow, ugly laps, where the kid might go high behind the pole vault pit, we do descend, descending pace, 100 meter striders. So they'll start out, the first two are like at 90%, then the next two are at 80, then the next two are at 60, and the last two are at 50%. And what that does is it keeps the stride nice and open, you still get the same amount of volume, but yet you don't have calf cramps and you have quality. You're protecting the quality of the mechanics all the time. Sometimes we foam roll, um, sometimes we don't cool down at all. We just walk to the weight room and lifting weights by flooding blood back into the muscles will do all that you need for a cool down. We'll partner static stretch most days and foam roll. If kids like to foam roll at the end of practice, we have that and we have our little recovery session. Stuff, and because we don't have a ton of time, I will share all this stuff with you. Okay, so that way you guys have what you need. Um, that young man is in the, underneath me right there on the bench press. That's Lee Ward. He played football here for Stanford. I heard of that before. He's a fullback for Stanford uh, for a number of years, and he was the strongest high school football player in the United States um, on the bench press. Set the record for the Army All-American. So, and he was the second strongest guy in the NCAA. Uh, and his draft class, he, he was on the practice squad for a little bit for the Carolina Panthers. So we can still be fast and be strong, okay? You can still be fast and be strong. Weight room always happens at the end of practice. In the winter, we lift four times a week because you can't guarantee what the weather's gonna be like in the winter. What I can guarantee is it's gonna be nice 72 degrees and, and humid in the weight room every day, okay? So we do that four times a week, keep it real simple, upper body twice, lower body twice. As we move through the weight room, we have phases for that. We'll do a hypertrophic weight room, then we do maximal, then we do kind of a proprioceptive, and then we do a thing called fast as possible, which people call velocity-based training, and we rotate those phases throughout the year. When we get into the regular season, we'll lift two to three times a week, more likely twice. So weight room is not the emphasis in the regular season, it's a help, not an emphasis. Winter, big part of it. Summer, very big part of it, even for my cross-country kids. Injury prevention, you can do all this kind of stuff. We have a thing called Athlete SR, which is a thing that is uh, a uh, survey that they can do at the end. And it says, you know, you know, early, we talk about how hard, how hard did you think yesterday's practice was? Well, they can fill that out, they can tell us that. 
they can put on, there's a little thing that it shows up like a human map of all the muscles and you can push on it. As you send the survey out and the kid can say workouts I'm putting through my kids. They may not help you the first year, but as you move throughout the program, year to year to year, you can say, ooh, I always seem like my kids are getting injured at this time. Well, then you can go back and look at that workout and figure it out. Or that workout shows that they're really tired and sore, but then two weeks later we have a huge improvement in performance. So you can kind of gauge what you want to do and how you want to do that. Um, I always have a suggested group of therapists that I trust. I don't just send them to some random coach, because guess what, or doctor. Because the doctor's going to say, hey, if it hurts to do that, don't do that for two to six weeks. Right? That's it. Um, recovery station, as I said, we put the recovery stations next to the track to do anything we can to keep them competing and practicing. If we have an injured athlete, I will pull them out onto the track, okay? And I will keep them on the track with either a recumbent bike or I actually have them ride their own bike on my track, okay? I know that sounds crazy. And instead of doing the, the biomechanics drills that we do, they'll do the same type of drills but walking. So that's kind of how we handle what we do, okay? All right, got any questions of any kind before we got to move to our next session? Pizza that would be available? Yeah, I can send that to you. It's no problem. Make sure you guys.